This is the Love and Light Podcast with Paula. Hey loves, thank you for joining Love and Light with Paula. In light of the coronavirus, we have all been asked to socially distance ourselves and are anticipating being quarantined at some point. The schools, including colleges, have shut down, commencement services, and even proms have been canceled. It is all very devastating and has become our reality. I might be able to get past some of the asks, but to have attended college for four years and not be able to have the experience of the traditional ceremony has me feeling a type of way for those impacted by this. I wanna to say to all the scholars that the ceremony certainly does not make or break you and I would like to salute each and every one of you for believing in yourselves and for achieving your dreams. My own daughter is in college right here in Atlanta, right? Because we decided that she wouldn't go anywhere this year for spring break, she was at home with me when the news that the Atlanta University Center had been shut down and all the students would have to move out. She lives in an on-campus apartment with three other young ladies, none of which reside in Atlanta. And while it was easy for me to ride down to the school and to, to pack my daughter's things up, um, which by the way, was enough to furnish a three-story house, where did you get all the stuff from, my princess? It was not easy for the others. California, New York, and Virginia are not right up the road. God bless her roomies and their parents. It's not easy for any of them. We are thankful for their friendship and bless their journey. And we look forward to resuming their sisterhood in the fall. I want to say shout out to Tara Thomas, AKA Loyal Libra for leading Jade's move out and for the love and light on that day. Guys, during these troubling times filled with chaos, doubt, and uncertainty, I would like to extend my love, my light, and most importantly, my prayers to all of us. My faith is bigger than my fears. Let me say that again. My faith is bigger than my fears. If, if I hadn't built my faith to be where it is right now, I, I honestly don't know where I would be or, or how I would be feeling. And although I do experience, you know, times of, of sadness about this, you know, I, I rely on my faith and I rely on God to get me through. So one more time, my faith is bigger than my fears. And while we are all socially distancing ourselves and preparing for whatever is sent our way, the love and light that I feel is in knowing that I have prepared to be the best person to be able to take care of my family you know, my abilities to be able to care for my family, 
Um, you know, I've had to step my game up, period. I've had to step my game up. I've had to make sacrifices for, for, for this period of time. Um, I've done many things that, um, just needed to be done, period. I mean, I can't stress that enough. And by now, if you have listened to me or if you know me, you already know I have an 84 year old mother in the home with me. Um, she's one of the most vulnerable people, uh, right now to this, to this virus. I cannot allow anything to come near her that has anything to do with Corona virus. So along with my 84 year old mother, I also have three adult children and a 14 year old sister who, by the way, has had open heart surgery in the last 50 days. So she also is vulnerable. So you have to know that I have put my shield around my entire camp and, and, and I'm just not willing to risk or to sacrifice, uh, anything, um, for them. So, um, I've had to be prepared for, for what, what may happen. And I have planned our quarantine like it's a slumber party. Um, while I certainly attempted to make the healthiest choices, I definitely put some fun in it by buying things that I don't normally purchase. Our quarantine is going to be on chill, like Netflix and chill. You dig what I'm saying? I'm going to use this opportunity to do things that I would not otherwise have time to do because my schedule is, is, is busy. Um, a caretaker, a double caretaker, I'm a mother and I have a very demanding job. So, you know, with this whole situation happening the way it is right now, I don't have a choice, but to, um, chill. I mean, I have to reel myself in and say, you know what? Here's where the buck stops. Cause I have my mom in the house. I have my little sister in the house. I have my daughter who is in college and I have my two sons and not only my two sons, one of my two sons have two children. So I have two grandchildren. So I have every reason to, to chill. You dig what I'm saying? Like, it's not that serious that I need to be out in the world doing things that might affect all of these people who I care about so much. Our social calendars have been wiped clean. The only appointments that I have are medically driven and deemed essential, you know, and, and while my two sons have uh, their own adult lives, I most certainly have counted them and my grandchildren into the pot and everyone is welcome to come join this fellowship at the Wilkins princess playhouse. You dig? So, um, Paula has, has, has drawn herself in, reeled herself in and understands what, what's important, right? And what's most important right now. And that is the safety and the health of not only my, my family, but also myself, because if I go down, I'm not saying that they won't survive because people tend to, to pull themselves together after, uh, the person who has, has been the glue in the family, um, is no longer around. 
But I don't want them to have to worry about that right now. And I'm certainly not ready to leave here. So I need to keep myself just as healthy as I'm trying to keep them. So, um, there is no child left behind. Even if they are adults, I am going to enjoy every second of their presence. While many are dealing with being confined, are with not dealing with, you're dealing with, and here's what I'm trying to say. Many are dreading being confined within the four walls of their homes. I'm going to embrace the situation and give my undivided attention to the family. Period. You dig what I'm saying? Like, there is nothing more important to me right now than my family. So, um... We're chilling. We are on uh chill, chill. Not just a little chill, but quarantine chill. And um, by the way, if you have any suggestions for great next Netflix movies, please drop them on my Facebook page, Paula Y. Wilkins. Because we will definitely be watching movies and doing all the things that we um, have not been able to do because, you know, our calendars are full. We're socially engaged. Uh, We're taking care of people and we're traveling. But right now we're not going anywhere. We're not doing anything. As a matter of fact, we're just in the house. Okay. I don't want to spend my energy dragging negative vibes of this situation into my love and light podcast. I'd rather get out a deck of cards and show my children who the queen of tunk and spades is. I want to cook delicious meals, watch horror and comedy flicks, do a lot of laughing and light up the Wilkins princess playhouse with aromatherapies and the scent of my delicious home cooked meals. It's going to be some glass clanking, champagne, wine, and vodka drinking up in here. We have Alexa for a variety of music. We have plenty of board games, our cabinets, our pantry, our refrigerator, and our wine cellar is stocked. While we are not trying to sit around and gain weight, we are going to do some good eating while we wait. We will take walks and breathe in some fresh air, wave our hands to the heavens, and say many, many prayers. But what I want to say is, don't take anyone or anything for granted. And from the mouth of a very good friend, if I die today, then I can't be worried about tomorrow. Take deep breaths, pray, and have conversations with people who can change the dark to light. Don't be oblivious and don't OD on information. I've even been talked into a good space because all of this is very overwhelming and we are all human with human emotions and feelings. So I get it. I do. I get it. We, we want to just keep getting the information. We want to just keep knowing what's happening. But in fact, all it does is really just drag us down. So in, instead of talking to the person who ha- has all doom and gloom coming for you and all of the negative information and the implications and the uh, uh, takeover, the government takeover <laughs> and all of that, I mean, I dig it. 
I, I really do. I'm, I'm not oblivious at all. But what I'm saying is I am love and I am light. And I, I cannot be um, totally distracted by the negatives of what is happening because what is happening is real. And, and, and I get that. It, it, and it's dark. It's, it's, it's probably one of the darkest times I've seen in my lifetime besides the fact of losing my husband. So we've lived through a lot of things that have come to pass. This one is a big deal. I don't want anybody to think that it's not, but I also want you to just find a good landing place to, to, to be able to, um, you know, reel yourself in, you know, uh, and I'm talking to myself as well. You know, I'm talking to my talking to myself because I, you know, it's, it's, this is serious. Okay. Um, we've all been listening to the news and I want to tell you that my mother is the Wilkins princess playhouse news anchor. And we can't escape anything unless she nods out. Thank God she nods out several times a day at her age because while she's awake and watching that news, she is definitely going to be voicing it to all of us. She does not want us coming and going without gloves and masks, and she has no problems with letting us know. But thank God for the matriarch of our family keeping us on our toes because even though we, we, we want to unplug her, we know that sometimes she gives us information that we, we missed. <laughs> so thank God for mothers. Thank God for matriarchs. And, and, and God bless America. Um, and the things that we cannot control guys, there are some things that we cannot control and, um, just God bless us. Everyone wants to take credit for saying it first, but what really matters, <laughs> I didn't heard people say, don't say, I didn't tell you, don't say I wasn't the first one to say it. It doesn't matter. I was the first one to say it too. But what really matters is, are you ready? Are you ready for whatever? Okay. Big fat question mark on the end of that. Take that how you want to, because it's an open ended statement. Are you ready for whatever? Okay. That's the bigger picture. We're aware of what's happening, you know, to the best of our knowledge. You understand? Because I'm sure we don't know everything because I always want to triple and quadruple anything that's being said. If they say one person, it's probably 200 people. You know, uh, I just, I just don't know. But, uh, what I do know is that we need to be ready. So, um, if you're not ready, then get ready. And if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. You dig what I'm saying? Let's, let's, let's take this serious guys. It's serious, but you know, we, I'm here to find the love and light in every situation. And for me, what I have found is that this is going to give me an opportunity to spend time with my family that I would not otherwise have had the opportunity to do. And, you know, people are dreading being in, people are dreading having their children home every day. And I get parts of it. I understand you now you're going to have to feed them breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and it all becomes very expensive. And I get it. I'm not, 
I'm not oblivious at all, but it also gives you an opportunity to talk to your children, have conversations with them, teach them something they didn't know, um, emphasize some of the, the health things that they need to know. For instance, washing your hands, not touching your face or digging up your nose, touching your mouth. You know, it's take this opportunity to find something to teach the people that you are with within those um, four walls. Um, I have never understood for the life of me, anybody who does not wash their hands um, after using the bathroom. Like it's not rocket science. It's all about germs. And, and what you're doing is washing the germs away from your hands that you just accumulated by using the bathroom. I mean, using the bathroom is natural. What's not natural is not washing your hands afterwards. That's not natural. I mean, it's, it's filthy actually. So come on people. Um, if this thing hasn't taught you anything, um, the way there is no toilet tissue left and there's no Lysol left and there's no hand sanitizer left, it teaches me that it's teaching you or it's teaching us. I mean, I like to include myself in on things because I don't know everything and I'm not perfect, but I do wash my hands when I use the bathroom and I do wash my hands after certain acts and I do wash my hands before I touch food and things like that. And I'm not in the habit of trying to spread my germs to other people. So if this virus has not taught us anything, it has taught us a lot about germs and, and, uh, the need to wash our hands and to, to be a little more, uh, sanitary about our lives. Um, it's just important to keep your germs, um, where they are and not to spread them onto other people. When you cough, cuff your arm and cough into the, the crease of your, your arm on the inside, the other side of your elbow. It's like the whole dab move. Y'all can't see me, but I'm doing it. Dab, dab, dab. If you cough, dab it, dab that, that cough into that arm. Don't just cough on people. I mean, that was before the coronavirus, but now, I mean, it's at the the forefront of everybody's mind. Teach your children while they are in the home with you, how to cough appropriately so that they're not spreading their germs around to everyone and and ask them constantly when you see them coming out of the bathroom, did you wash your hands with soap and warm water? This is a perfect opportunity to teach them some things that you may have been remiss with. And, and, and even when they go in the kitchen before they open refrigerators or open pots and pans, did you wash your hands? I actually witnessed a video of a worker who was working in some sort of bakery who was using cupcake um, liners to, to put these cakes in, but because cupcake liners kind of stick to each other, she actually blew her mouth, blew air into each cupcake liner to get it to separate from the other, and then put the cake in the cupcake liner that you just blew your mouth on, lady. You're fired. You are fired. I hope that video gets you fired. What in the world would make her use her mouth to blow on something that she is now going to be serving to the public. Not only the public, 
But when you have company coming to your house and even for your family, why would you put your mouth on something that you're giving to someone else? If you're not being intimate, you have no business with kissing or blowing or licking anything that you're going to give to somebody else. Okay? I might have just digressed right now. Sorry. I'm very sorry. That video just took me to another level. And so that just goes to show you that um, we don't know what people are doing, right, to our stuff um, that we're going out purchasing and buying and eating in restaurants and everything. And by the way, since I've digressed, I might as well just say this as well. I've digressed. When you go into a restaurant, and I know at least here in the state of Georgia, you know, the, the health report is, is posted before you're even seated. It's, it's mandatory. It's a part, it's a law. You have to be able to see the health report before you're seated here in, in Georgia. Like they can't have it back in the kitchen hidden or in the office of the CEO. It has to be out for the public to see literally before you are seated and trust and believe me. When I walk into a restaurant, it's the first thing I look for is that health report because that score should be nice, big, and fat written on the paper for you to see without glasses. And if it's anything before below 85, you want to have second thoughts about eating there, period. And as far as, as having food delivered to you, that, you know, while it's all very convenient and cute and all of that kind of stuff, it's, it's not really the healthiest way to eat because, I mean... They've, they've shown where these people who are delivering food are actually sticking their nasty hands in your bags, eating out of your food before they deliver it to you. Your hot french fries, they're cold by the time they get to you. They have had some grimy hands on them before they got to you. So when people want to try to figure out how something spread, this is how it spreads when people being unsanitary. People just spreading their germs to you like it's nothing, blowing in cupcake liners and, and, and putting your cupcake in it and then serving it to you as though as though it's, it's, it's crispy clean. It's not. And, and the thing of it is, is, if all of us cared about each other the way we should care about each other, none of us would be, be doing that. But since the world is, is not that way, then, you know, we have to take precautions on our own. Okay? We have to... to um, be cognizant, okay, of, of what's going on in the world around us and, and make really good choices for ourselves because obviously um, us leaving it up to, to the people, it's not working. The people, yeah, that's not working, right? So let's just be cognizant. Let's take this time to to focus, regroup, and to look at our lives and, and, and see things that we can do to improve our own health and, and safety on our own because we can't leave it to the people. We have to do it ourselves. Don't be just licking a spoon that you're going to give to somebody else when they come to your house for dinner. It's not right. Okay? So I don't know where the love and light in that is, but at the end of the day, my love and light comes with knowing that if I am quarantined into my house, oh, and as a matter of fact, <laughs> That's happening, but um, I will be able to spend time with my family. And, and trust me, I will get together with some of my friends. They want us to not be more than ten people at a time, and I, I dig it. I, I understand, um, but I will I will indulge in small gatherings until this thing has passed over. But until then, I'm going to reflect 
I'm going to improve some areas on my own, you know, I probably will stop doing some other things that, you know, have come to mind um, in, in light of this, this seriousness. But I think that we should all take this time to reflect, right. And do a lot of praying. And I, I listen, I want to extend my, my condolences to the family of Alvin Simmons. And he's from my hometown, Rochester, New York. He is the first Corona virus patient in Rochester, New York to lose his life. Um, he worked at Rochester General Hospital and guys, I was born at Rochester General Hospital. So it's, it's close to my heart, you know, um, I'm very sorry that this 54 year old, otherwise vibrant man has lost his life to this deadly virus. It is very serious. And I would like to extend my condolences to his family and to the city that I was born in Rochester, New York, because I know that you are all very aware that this has happened and, it, and it's scary. And it's at one of our, our local hospitals that many of us go to. Many of our children were born at, and many of us were born there. So guys, listen, I, 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 you know, I pay attention not only to what's happening in Atlanta, but, um, home is where my heart is and, and and that's here in Atlanta now because this is where my family is but I was born in Rochester New York so um as much as you guys love me I love you and I pay attention and I'm very 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 sorry about the death of Alvin Simmons and um I wish his family Godspeed and I will be praying and praying and praying for all of us um, and you all know that um, if you've been following my podcast, you know that I always have um, the word of God to to mention in, in, in these podcasts. So right now I want to read to you something that um, has has lifted me and I want to share with you. I speak to you from the depths of your being. Hear me saying soothing words of peace assuring you of my love. Do not listen to the voices of accusation, for they are not from me. I speak to you in, in love tones, lifting you up. My spirit convicts cleanly without crushing words of shame. Let the spirit take charge of your mind, combing out the tangles of deception. Be transformed by the truth that I live within you. The light of my presence is shining upon you in benedictions of peace. Let my life light shine in you. Don't dim it with worries or fears. Holiness is letting me live through you. Since I dwell in you, you are fully equipped to be holy. Pause before responding to people or situations giving my spirit space to act through you. Hasty words and actions leave no room for me. This is atheistic living. I want to inhabit all of your moments, gracing your thoughts, words, and behavior. So with that being said, guys, let us all try to find something to be thankful for in these very dark times. As I have prepared this podcast, I 
just received notice that South Fulton County, Georgia declares state of emergency and enacts a 9 p.m. curfew for its residents. Guess what, guys? That's where I live. And guess what? Let the quarantine begin. I have taken time from this situation to begin phase one of my YouTube channel, Positively Paula, which is being uploaded simultaneously with this Love and Light with Paula podcast. So please subscribe and watch my full debut video entitled Quarantine and Chill. It's a peek at my quarantine stockpile and it offers some helpful hints about things to cook and foods that will last longer. Many of you know that I work at the CDC and one of the things that I have been trained for is exactly what is happening and that is preparedness. So let me see how well I've taken the advice that I've been giving for years. Thank you all for listening. I'm praying for every one of us. Don't forget to go to my go to YouTube and type in Positively Paula, subscribe and watch. Stay tuned for what's coming next. I'm really excited to have been given this time to be creative, to spread more love and more light. I love you. Love, peace, and light. The Love and Light Podcast with Paula is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Log on to castropolis.net.